hey, everybody, Milton will be offering a new class in the new year. This will be a combination technique and script analysis class. It's going to begin on January 6th, and it's an eight-week session. So it runs from January 6th through February 25th. Classes will be held once a week on Saturdays from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time over Zoom. So if you are interested, email Walker, that's me, at questionsformilton at gmail.com questionsformilton at gmail.com and we'll get you signed up. Welcome to I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. Amanda had a very bad experience auditioning and I would like for her to talk through what she did that she thinks was the mistake. I don't know where to begin. Anywhere is fine. But I, I, the reason I think it's important is none of this is about getting it right. I think because we focus on getting it right or getting the job that we undermine ourselves because we then rush to a result rather than doing what we know how to do. And which is really layering in. So I do think it's important for us to just really try to figure out what specifically you did wrong. Because if we can figure out specifically, then it's correctable. The thing is, and because I failed miserably in my French class today, and it's just because I don't work on it. I mean, I'm not someone like Bayan who, who speaks three languages, but he just has, you know, he can do that. I'm not one of those people. I grew up in Texas. We only spoke one language and that was it. So I speak middle class and that's it. You know, your talent is between you and God. If you have some, it's fine. If you don't take it up with her. But, but the craft, the technique, the tools are very learnable. And it's very important to understand that there are a lot of roads into your talent. And all the technique is doing is saying, let's look at what I need in order to get in there today for this particular piece. And if I'm not getting in, what is it that I didn't do? All right, so Amanda, let's look at playing a woman who was part of some group that sounds like they were Housewives of Dallas or something. Who Maybe. had who had a That's just from research that I did outside of anything that was given. And she had to have a French accent. And Amanda speaks some French. So at any rate, this should not have been, uh, and, and um, Amanda's at a very good age for her. Well, only because she's in her late thirties. And so she's not a child. I, I know it's weird, but we cast grownups. I mean, one of, Caleb's problems is, you know, do we do we look at him as an 18 year old? It's just a, it's a weird there's a weird casting thing between 25 and 30 
when you're no longer a child and not yet a grown up. And so, although now there's so much casting, but nonetheless, anyway. That is also physically, I need to I just, I need to find a way to freaking relax. Well, like that is, of just, I know, but that's tension in my body that ends up just coming out as just awkwardness and all right, performance well, and overacting. Yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good point. Like I, 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 I'm familiar with, you know, tension in your body and releasing all this tension before you, do you have anything, a cure for that? I, it's, look, a lot of people, it, there's a difference between, there's a misconception about relaxation. The misconception is that you're supposed to get to a sort of somnambulistic state where you could fall asleep. That's not it. It is specifically something called active relaxation. And I, I know there are lots of ways, and I'm sure on YouTube you can find many, many ways. A lot of people just really sort of sit back and they say, I'm relaxing the toes, the ankle, and walk, work their way up their legs and just relax each part of their body. I noticed that it's very funny. I was taking my evening walk and I was walking down the street and some kid walked by who was clearly a dancer. And I thought, God, such good posture. And I realized I always slump. And it's fixable. It, Actually, that's been something because I've been in a lot of sets, even just doing stand where directors been like, Oh, were you a dancer or are you a dancer? Because I still have I that know. in yeah. my body. No, it I just am always tense. And I find if I'm not tense, that I'm not I'm not very good. I mean, I'm nervous before every class. And so I find that on any day when I'm not nervous. I don't teach a very good class, so I've stopped fighting it. In fact, uh, Judge Reinhold told me he was doing a movie with Bette Midler, and he and he said they were they were about to do a scene, and Judge said, Judge said I said to Bette, I said God, I can't wait till I've I've been around long enough that this nervousness goes away. And she looked at him and she said, Are you crazy? <laughs> That's what gets me going. So it's. There's a point where if you figure out a way and there are places to go to figure that out, how you can get to active relaxation so that it puts you in the, in the mind frame to work, then, you know, bravo, good on you. You know, I can't sleep. I don't sleep. I go to sleep last night worrying about Amanda's audition. I think, you know, I, I did uh, some research on this relaxation thing, and you're supposed to be more, like, the energy is supposed to flow freely in your body, and, you know, it, it's like it creates a pathway from, you know, your mind and your body. You, you become more grounded, I guess, in, in the moment. You know, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It all sounds like bullshit to me. I, I have a terrible time with it. 
The word energy has always scared me when it comes to acting. Every time somebody says to me, oh, she has great energy, I think, oh, good God. This is like, you know, I know we're in trouble. So um, at, at any I rate. Think what they mean is like, you know, energetic as in ready to work. No, I understand I that. I, I understand that. I have always been fascinated with the material we're working on, and I've always known that it's the working on acting or plays is the only thing that saves me. I mean, if I feel so lucky because if I'm having a bad day, I can text Amanda or I can text Caleb or Karim works with me every day anyway, but I, but I know that if I work with an actor, then I'm fine. You know, for me, the only thing that's ever saved me is working creatively. I can sit down with the script and start doing script analysis and I'm happy. If I read the New York Times, I'm just, you know, I'm, I go into mourning. Um, I think that's why I started reading Le Monde. It's in French and it takes me so long to get through a paragraph that by the time I get through the paragraph, I forgot where what it was about when I started. And, and I say, oh, good, I've read the morning paper. Anyway, all of these are, you know, all of these are things that I, I think you have to figure out a way to solve. I find anything that's solved creatively is helpful. Um, I do have I've, something to add yeah. to the relaxation conversation there. Um, it was told to me at one point, and they did use the term energy, that nervous energy is just free energy that if we're able to channel it, which sounds theoretical, but like the idea was like, like you said, Milton, it's not to put us to sleep, but to engage the muscles, engage the active that is necessary but nothing more um only engage the things that are needed but and so like basically the way i translated that to me for me because we you know doing auditions you know in person and uh, you know self-tapes for me it's just you know if i've done the work and i'm confident in the work that i've done i'll go into the room with Fuck you! You you're not the arbiter of my of my talent of my career of my work. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna play and have fun, and then if I've done enough work, well then I'm relaxed. If I've not done enough work, well there's no saving me, and that's that's my fault. But uh, that that's always I, that's, I think that's been I, helpful I, for I, me. I I think it I think that makes sense. I think the thing is, if you I I, I don't see how anybody focuses energy except through the work. And it's a reason I like something I love and something I hate. It's a reason I like talking things out because it focuses where I am. And God knows James is going to spend the rest of his life loving the beach. But one day he's going to love that fucking beach. And, uh, and... Um, but, you know, that's really the issue. Most people, incidentally, have the opposite problem. I, I can remember being in a class once when Stella said, I want everybody to yell. And everybody went, ah, she said, no, yell. 
And it was just like it was in California. It was like the whole class was asleep. Anyway, I, I mean, I, I, I think a lot of that is figuring out where to put your focus in the work rather than trying to solve the problem of I'm all over the place or I'm nervous or I'm whatever it is. There's something about trying to solve a problem by solving the problem rather than solving the problem by doing actor work. So listen, just a reminder, our sponsor, WeAudition.com, is a total full-service platform for actors where you can find a reader, you can put yourself on tape, you can get an acting coach. It's also really cheap. You sign up for like $10 a month. However, the good news is anybody who listens to our podcast gets a 25% discount by plugging in the code acting class. Anyway, I suggest that you try it out because it's terrific. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The only thing that will possibly save any of us is our creative work and failing. And, uh, you know, getting Amanda to audition has been like <sighs> pulling teeth. Karim hasn't auditioned and it's been four and a half years, but I wouldn't let him audition for two years. And now, we've, now we're going there. In fact... There was an almost audition uh, for a production of Death of a Salesman. And I said, oh, this is perfect. It's a perfect, you know, starter play. You can play, un <laughs> play Uncle Ben. And, and, it's you know, it's perfect. You can be in this thing. And then he reread it. And it's an all-black cast. And um, at any rate. But There's also just a self-consciousness of, especially with the accent and not being confident with it and then i know but look I, I'm, being I'm, like I'm, so focused directed and then hearing it and then being like shit is that we and then it pulled me it was just like this i know one has a knack for the ability to play an, to do an accent i happen to know amanda could do it chris petrovsky could do a russian accent chris petrovsky could do almost any accent but he grew up with a new zealand accent which he lost which I made him lose. But I mean, that's a skill set you have or not. I'm guessing you have it, Brian. I'm, I'm guessing you, that, you, that accents come easily to you. Yeah, I mean, I, I need to work on it beforehand, but- Yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I mean, but I that's mean, it. Yes, you, you work on it beforehand. You sit down and you say, okay, if I have an accent, then maybe I should start with the accent so that the other work I do will be through the, through the eyes of the accent. So that becomes okay. There was also a lot of gesturing that goes with Francais as well. But maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. 
Yes, but you see, one th- you can't you, you can't take it all. I mean, that's the thing. You have to sit back and say, all right, with this one, they get the accent. That's it. Now I'm going to go to the acting. Now I'm going to figure out the relationship. Now I'm going to figure out what's going on. And every, and when I talk out is going to be with that accent. But, but having a Denny, is, is it, I mean, I know she has a background in French, but I think a day is not. To, to maybe a, or maybe not. And then you don't get the job. I mean, there are people who can do it. It's, it's, I, know, it's, it's I couldn't do it by it. I think it got in my head a little bit about it, uh, being confident with it, if that makes sense. It's like, yes, I could probably do a French accent, but it was like, I was trying to get it right. Yes, okay. So, does this sound bad? Does this look stupid? Am I like, does my gesturing weird? Like, it was all self conscious in my head. All right. So, okay. So, the big, and by the way, this this is a really, I find this consistent problem about actors being in their head. Uh, um, Caleb is, you know, unfortunately, he's smart. But, and he has an analytical mind. I mean, we're talking about somebody as his part-time job was repairing air conditioning units for factories. And so, and he can take apart an air conditioning unit and put it back together again. He approached text that way as well. A, A big issue for him that we will be working on for the next few months is not being analytical about how he looks at his script. Overthinking is a huge issue. Yes, Brian. First off, I find uh, talking out, actually, you know, you get it out. Good, your system, yes. And it grounds you. But, I mean, if you have an analytical mind, um, it's, I, I, isn't it good for uh, script analysis? It's uh, okay. Yes. Okay. So, the, and this really, is, I mean, this really is the di- the division here. I always laugh and I say, yes, I want, I really love smart actors. And then somebody looks at me and goes, oh, I don't know. And so it says, I, I, I want people to be able to look at a script, figure out what it's about. But, and this is the big but, all analysis has to be translated into behavior. And that's huge. That is huge. If if I was an instinctual actor, so if I looked at a script and I immediately uh, translate it into behavior, you know, with your... Well, I'd say, A, first of all, you're probably wrong. I I had an actor from Vancouver call call me the other day, and he said, yeah, I know how you said the first choice is a cliche, but I know this guy. And I thought, you know. So how do you define the difference then? I don't know. You keep trying it, and you figure it out. There's a point where you you have to look at it, and, and you realize you're going down, your instinct is wrong. I know why Stanislavski did a lot of table work. Because our instincts have to be educated. I think there's something called an educated instinct. You know, movie stars are instinctive. 
but they're and they're instinctive because it's been written for them. You don't write a movie and then and and Brad Pitt plays the character. Brad Pitt does everything the same. He's totally instinctive. And that's okay. Uh, no, he's totally charming. I Don't Need an Acting Class is hosted by Milton Justice and produced by Walker Vreeland. Music is by Jeffrey Kieser and Nicholas Gabrielson. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast if you can. Our website is idontneedanactingclass.com, where you can find tons of other resources, including articles Milton's written and uh, emails he has sent to his students over the years. So check that out. You can also find us on Instagram at I Don't Need an Acting Class. Uh, thank you for being here today. We wish you a wonderful week, and we'll see you back here next Tuesday. 